Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host as always. Welcome to the podcast. If you're not familiar with our videos, jump on over after this podcast to our masterthenec.com website. Uh, or our electricalcodeacademy.com website. Courses are also available on the .nets and the .orgs as well in case you need it. We kind of get all that covered. Uh, and you can watch some videos, click on our video tab, or of course you can go to our YouTube channel where you might be listening to this or you might be listening to this podcast through Spreaker or, or actually on our website because we have a, a plug-in that allows you to listen to all the podcasts from our website as well. However you might be listening... We do have a number of videos out there and different things. We encourage you to send us emails asking us code questions so we can produce additional podcasts and videos for wherever your needs may be. Um, also, visit us on our, our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Master the NEC. You'll find us. Uh, we have a closed group one on Facebook as well if you're preparing for an exam. Kind of give you the tips and the ins and outs and we can discuss exams, preps together. Um, and things like that. So we have many ways to try to help you uh, in the electrical industry. We've been doing that now for, for quite a few years. But today we're going to talk about a question that was sent in to me. And the question was, Paul, we're very interested in your Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Program that's done by the corporation. And um, it's oversight. And we use third-party testing and third-party uh, programs, the introduction programs or the two prerequisite programs are not created by us on purpose uh, in order to get you introduced into uh, a broader understanding of the National Electrical Code. Uh, it does it in multiple ways. It requires you to have code books, a 14 and a 17 code book currently. Uh, you have to highlight things. You have to listen to the explanation. Uh, you have to read it. Uh, you have to take some tests. Um, and you need to show that you have done this proficiently, and we monitor this as you go through the program. And, of course, there's other things that you have to pass along the program. But what's come up a lot is, is people want to say, uh, one of the benefits to me, and, of course, we'll have a separate podcast and video on the benefits the program brings to electrical contractors and electricians, uh, master electricians, and it's something that journeymen need to strive for, not only to get their masters, but to want to take their game to the next level. And we've got things that cover that, but the question that I got today was, can you explain to me when you say master electrician or equivalent? So what does the equivalent mean? All right, so that's what we've done is I've actually put together uh, we put something together on the website uh, that, um, and that's the mycmecp.com website. So that's www.mycmecp.com website. That if you go to it and you hover over the CMECP button, which you can click on that if you want to, you know, register for the program or want to get to the application page or, or whatnot. But if you hover over it, you'll see a bunch of educational links and portals and some of this stuff you can't get access to unless you're actually a CMECP member. But there is one called Master Electrician Equivalency Program. And if you click on that, that's going to take you to the page that tries to explain that concept. So what the concept is, there's four areas where you might not be theoretically a master electrician, but you have a collection of skills and time and you put your time in and you've learned these things. And again, the the CMECP program is not designed to take the place of your hands-on uh, actual learning that way. This is geared towards those folks that have made it to a level of, of respect, and now they want to take their game to the next level, and we like to focus on dealing with the electrical code component of that. 
So we're not here to, to take journeymans and take them to that next level. We're not here to take apprentices and take them to the next level with this program. This is for master electricians and those that are equivalent. It takes their game to the next level. Now, in order to be equivalent, there's some concepts that you have to to be aware of. And in that scenario, we have four different items here that helps to explain what that equivalency is and their own uniqueness to that. Now, the first one is called journeyman electricians who are located um, and they don't qualify to become a master electrician uh, because their state may lack a master electrician designation. And if that's the case, then they can achieve the CMECP program and that designation uh, if they meet some prerequisites in order to get there, in order to even get into the program. Of course, you still have to pass the program. It's five steps. It's unlike any other program you've ever done. It's self-paced. You're not going to get a lot of interaction with, from us in your first two unless you have questions. We encourage questions um, as you're learning because that's a whole process. But you'll have two courses that you must complete, all of the components within this, and we get to monitor that to see that you've completed it. Once you've completed it all, then you have to follow the information that is on the CMECP program page, and that tells you that then you reach out to us and let us know with your certificates that you completed them, and then you can move on to the next stage. So that portion of it is very self-paced, okay? Not a lot of interaction with us because we're wanting you, we're already giving you credit for being at top of your game. In other words, we're already giving you credit for being a master electrician, or the equivalency to that based on years of experience or other type of educational backgrounds or things like that. So we're giving you that credit for that. That's already been done. You've been pre-vetted for that if you can even qualify for the program. So once you get into it and the application submitted and all that's verified, um, you do are given credit for this and you're moving on in, in, in the next level of your knowledge and education. But in order to understand the equivalency program, if you're not a master electrician or your state doesn't have it, we're going to look at each one of these. So the very first one is master electricians, and I'm going to read it to you. It says master electricians will not qualify until they become, uh, journeyman, excuse me, journeyman electricians will not qualify until they become master electricians unless the state to which they are licensed lacks a master electrician designation. In these states where a formal master electrician license program doesn't exist, here are the guidelines for potential admission. So you have an A and a B. Now A says, look, if you have eight years of practical experience in the trade and 240 hours of formal vocational training in this trade, then you can qualify. Now, it also gives the allowance here that says, well, if you have experience in excess of eight years, so let's say you've been uh, in the trade for 15 years, then basically it's saying that any of those years that exceed eight years, they're going to give you credit for formal vocation or training at a ratio of one year uh, of experience for 80 hours of formal training. Okay, But that's not going to exceed 200 hours. So you're going to need at least, no matter how many years above eight years you have experience, practical experience, you're going to need at least 40 hours of some type of formal training. And that could be, cumulatively, we might accept formal training like continuing education classes that you've taken through the years, uh, all those type of training as a one-on-one evaluation. But you will get a one-year for 80-hour uh, exchange 
for every year that you've been in the practical experience above eight years. So that's one way to get in. Or if you have an associate's or bachelor's degree or certificate of completion from at least a two-year program in a tradesman-related field from an accredited or even an unaccredited, we will review that. It doesn't always have to be accredited. It can be a viable body, whether it's international or, or nationally uh, accredited uh, that or unaccredited, we will evaluate that program. And if that's the case, then evidence of that through a transcript from that educational institution uh, and at least two years of practical experience in the trade as a licensed journeyman electrician, then you can get into the program. So we have some ability to get into the program here if you have an associate's or, or bachelor's degree as well. Okay, so that's the, the prerequisites uh, number one. That's, that's an equivalency. The next one is for our professional engineers. Uh, typically, professional engineers don't learn a lot about electrical code when they're going through school, getting their engineering degrees, um, and even PEs probably know very little about the NEC except for some design. I mean, they get a gathering of that. But through over the years, with their interaction with the National Electrical Code, they do gain this <clears throat> this level of knowledge that we find can be considered equivalency when it comes to this type of program. It's obvious that they're not going to go out and turn wrenches and turn screwdrivers, okay? And again, we're not here to qualify practical experience. We're here to take equivalency to the knowledge and take it to the next level. So, if you're an electrical professional engineer, um, here's the rules here. It says, electrical professional engineers will not qualify unless they meet the following criteria showing a major portion of their involvement in the electrical industry is based on electrical design of electrical systems using the National Electrical Code. And then, of course, we do have the rules that are associated with this equivalency, and that's item A, and it says, a bachelor's degree or equivalent received from an accredited or unaccredited university, we will review that, in engineering curriculum related to the trade and... 10 years of practical experience in utilization and implementation of the National Electrical Code. So just being a graduate of an accredited or unaccredited university in an engineering program doesn't qualify you. You have to have 10 years of practical experience utilizing the National Electrical Code. Now, the 10 years experience will be verified by supplying no less than three letter references from engineering establishments where you, the CMECP candidate, work directly with the designing of electrical systems utilizing the National Electrical Code. So it's pretty simple. It's kind of like references to do that. And we'll let you in the process. No guarantee that you'll complete it, but you're in the process. And that should be pretty easy to do if you're an electrical engineer and you've been working with the electrical code for over 10 years, then there's many individuals that would be able to provide this reference for you if you wanted to be a part of this program. That should be a no-brainer for you. In fact, we don't say that it has to be the owners. We just say that it has to be the engineering establishment. So somebody within that establishment who's willing to vouch for you, it says that you part of your the major portion of your involvement in the design aspect utilize the National Electrical Code. Then we'll, then you can become what's called an equivalent and we'll let you begin the program. Item number three says states where journeymen and master electricians licenses do not exist, period. I mean, they don't have the journeyman or they don't have the master electrician. What they have is electrical contractors licensing. 
So if that's the case, here's what item number three says for equivalency. It says states where journeyman and master electrician licenses do not exist. And I use it, Ohio is a, a good example of that. It says the candidate shall hold an electrical contractor's license of the highest job specific cost level or class. So sometimes they have a lower class and a higher class. And that's kind of the equivalent to a journeyman versus a master. In other words, it limits you to the scope of money of projects that you can do. If that's the curriculum, um, I shouldn't say curriculum, excuse me. If that's the criteria for your actual licensing level as an electrical contractor, then if you have the highest level class, generally is unlimited pricing cost level, if that's your class uh, in that given state and you've held that license for no less than five years continuously, then you qualify as equivalent. And if that's the case, you can join our program. Okay. Item number four is the last way to get into the program, and these are for electrical inspectors. So there's a plenty of electrical inspectors out there who have an immense amount of knowledge on the National Electrical Code, have a lot of training involved in it. A lot of them were former electricians, but they might have been journeyman electricians, uh, but they've moved on to become inspectors. You know, it's not a requirement uh, in many cases to be a master electrician before you become an electrical inspector. Jurisdictions can do their own rules, but in general, it's not really a requirement. Um, in fact, take states like Texas, where is it's the actual home of the International Association of Electrical Inspectors. But the, the state itself doesn't require electrical inspectors to be state licensed. Now, they require uh, master electricians. In fact, there's about seven categories or eight categories of electrical licensure in the state of Texas. But electrical inspectors is not one of them. Uh, so that's kind of ironic. But... You keep, what we're doing here is we're saying, look, if you're an electrical inspector who actively holds a designation, and this is a designation through IAEI, which is the International Association of Electrical Inspectors, which we're a proud member of, it says if you hold the designation of Certified Electrical Master Inspector okay, of that association, along with five years of electrical inspection experience, and you can verify that by the governmental municipality, means a letter or whatever, or any document or record that shows you held a position as electrical inspector for at least five years. Uh, cumulative, not continuous, cum cumulative, because uh, people come and go from different jurisdictions. If you meet that and you hold that electrical, uh, certified electrical master inspector license, then you can qualify to be a candidate in the MC CMECP program. Okay? All right? Now, again, quick notices that we have to tell you. This is all available on the, the MyCMECP website on the link that does to equivalency. It reminds you that the CMECP program is not designed to teach candidates hands-on skills. This program is designed to encourage master electricians or equivalent, as we've referenced above and what we just discussed, to improve their current knowledge of the National Electrical Code and receive recognition for achieving this noble goal. The CMECP also agrees that on a continual basis, they will strive for the higher goal of mastering the National Electrical Code. This program does not create master electricians. It attempts to make them better. That's the goal. It's attempting to make you better, to bring you a part of a program that will have private 
things in the background which are not open to the general public that are going to be continuing education classes, one-on-one webinars, uh, keep you up to date on changes in the industry. There's a lot of things that this program is going to do for you other than just entry into it and the ability to use a mark behind your name. There's going to be more to this as it's a growing program. We're constantly adding things to it in order to expand it. Um, it was two years in the making, and we launched it in, you know, actually before June, but it wasn't supposed to launch until actually June 1st. Uh, we already have a number of candidates that are in the program right now, uh, and we're excited about it. It's really something that, that the industry did not have, that they really lacked, and we're excited to be able to bring that to everybody. Now, um, now if you feel that you have what it takes to pass all five levels of the CMECP certification program, then we encourage you to go to the mycmecp.com page, click on the, the link at the top, which is the button that says CMECP, become a candidate if you meet one of these equivalencies or you are a master electrician in your state. And that's another question people ask. How long do I have to wait before I, when I become a master electrician in the state in order to get into this program? You don't have to wait until the one minute after you receive your license as a master electrician. Once you receive that, there's no greater goal. And whether I've been through schooling and all the training, the engineering, everything that I've done, all the companies I've worked for, NEMA, a head of jurisdictions, the proudest moment that I ever have is when I became a master electrician. Uh, it's a brotherhood. Okay? It's kind of like you associated with something like Masonic, where you go from a you know, apprentice to entered apprentice, to a fellow craft, to a master. Um, it's kind of the concept for me where you go from an apprentice or a helper to a, a, a journeyman where you're learning your trade. You really are a journeyman struggling to learn all the nuances in the trade and get better at what you do, teaching the apprentices, always being a mentor to others. And then the next thing you know, you get blessed with the ability to be a master electrician. Now, everybody can, can, can pick on it and downgrade or do whatever they want to do about masters and say that masters don't know everything. You know what? You can say what you want, but until you've walked in those shoes and you hold that license, your words mean nothing. They're shallow. The fact of the matter is, if you are blessed enough to be a master electrician in your trade, whatever state you're in or whatever equivalency it is, then it's something to be extremely proud of. And I'm very proud of my master's license in the state of Virginia. I'm very proud of my master's license in the state of Texas. Um, and it's something that... that, that Early on, many, many, many years ago when I got a master's license in Virginia, I never thought I would leave the state of Virginia. I love Virginia. Someday I hope to be back to Virginia. And at the end of the day, it was the pinnacle and it still remains the pinnacle of my career. It doesn't matter what else I've done, uh, how many people I've taught. Uh, to date, it's probably been over 30,000 students that I've taught the National Electrical Code and seminars around the country and webinars, whatever. The greatest joy I get is when I get the emails from people telling me that they passed their master's exam or their journeyman exam or, or their apprentices and they got their journeyman license because they followed our program or, or watched my videos. or I get these emails daily, these text messages, these, these, these messages from our website. I am so happy that I can give that back. That, that's all it's about for me. I'm not here to get rich. I'm not making rich. I'm not getting rich off this stuff. Obviously, the majority of the stuff is free. But the reality is, it's the pride I get in helping others. And to be able to come up with a program that can actually give another level of education, we can start reducing those, those incidents where people don't understand the NEC, those jobs that have to get done multiple times because somebody didn't understand the National Electrical Code or knew how to navigate it or find things. Uh, this program is designed to open your eyes to that. 
Uh, is it going to be everything for everybody? Maybe not. And, and I'm not claiming it to be. But it is a program that allows people to not get stagnant in their knowledge. In other words, they achieved what they thought was the pinnacle of their career. They got their master's license. There was nothing else to achieve. I can promise you that electrical engineers who go through this program will get a better understanding of the National Electrical Code. Our ongoing training that's private, our private webinars, our, our newsletters, our things that they're going to get, articles that I write, graphics that I do, that this company does, um, they are going to always be able to take their game to the next level. A journeyman electrician who becomes a master electrician needs to constantly take their game to the next level. If you're the owner of a company, you should demand higher um, knowledge by all of your people. They should all be a part of this program. Between the free perks that we offer to help pay for this program, so really ultimately the goal is to make it net neutral. It means that you don't have to pay for it because of all the savings you get. My son and him just went to Six Flags and I was able to, through our program, our perks program, get $20 off of those tickets. Now there was two of them that went, that's $40 that they can use for food or whatever. I mean, that's $40 that I didn't have to, that I could have technically subtracted from a, an, uh, a membership to a program. Where else do you get that? Does the other programs out there make an effort to try to cost you nothing if you utilize their program? Do they offer you ongoing education that's exclusive? That's the kind of thing that we're talking about. Uh, when you renew the program after two years, do they give you a requirement to do a continuing education class in order to renew your, your certification, but also tell you that if your state allows it and we have um, the course that's approved for that state, that you can actually use that for your continuing education and you don't have to repay that again. It's not available in every state, but we've partnered with a program that does give that kind of credit for that. And it's amazing of the things that we're trying to do with this. So. You can say I can promise you that it's not going anywhere. It's it's gaining ground. People are are sending us a lot of stuff about it all the time. They're excited about it. I'm excited about it, um, and I encourage you to to read more about it. Just go to our website at www.mycmecp.com. It's overseen by the Electrical Code Academy Incorporated, a Texas corporation. Um, we have quite a few trademarks uh, and registered marks that are in the works that are passing the second stage, and it looks like they're going to be exclusive for us. Uh, we're excited about it. Um, I have individuals here that work on it. Many people know that I wear multiple hats uh, for other corporations. I do a lot of consulting, uh, but I have a passion in my heart to make this program something special. And you're going to see most of my efforts start to move towards the CMECP program uh, as I move away from a lot of my consulting stuff with the master of the NEC. I'll still be doing it. We'll still have it. But really, a lot of this effort is going to the this program because this is program is is groundbreaking. I believe it is. Whether you believe that or not, that's up to you. Look, it is what it is. It's a program that helps take you to the next level. I can guarantee you, you'll learn something through this program that you didn't know before you started this program. And I don't know of any other program that is this, as low cost that this is. If you want to find out more about the cost, what to expect, and everything, just go to www.mycmecp.com. Uh, and click on the CMECP button at the top, and you can read all about it. We tell you everything in the program about it, the costs that are associated, what the application process is, what you're going to have to go through, 
um, what passing scores you're going to need, the interview process. We even give you an estimated initial certification and recertification costs. Uh, and it is the lowest in the industry to get such a certification. So anyway, it's all there. Um, but I want to thank you all for listening today. Hopefully that, that answered some questions about the equivalency to the master electrician component. Uh, again, if you have any questions on the program, you are more than happy to email us at um, at our program here at uh, info, I-N-F-O, at masterthenec.com or at info at electricalcodeacademy.com. Uh, we're more than happy to answer those uh, questions for you. So until next time, folks, stay safe, God bless, uh, and uh, make sure you pass this on to others because we really, really do want people to understand what effort that we're approaching here with this Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Program. Thanks again. God bless.